Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Awesome, Bechtel with you. Sports Radio 93.7. The fan on a glorious Tuesday morning here in the Berg where Pirates are back in action. Spring training underway. Well, Pirates still haven't won a spring training game yet. But it's great to see. Do those games really matter in terms of wins and losses? No Obviously, want to see the team win. 0-3 to begin spring training. Got a chance to look at Ronzi Contreras yesterday and get into him a little bit. A Pirates prospect who's only 19 years old did something astonishing yesterday. That MLB social media platforms picked up on. Bleach Report, everybody pretty much picked up on it. Who was he? What did he do? We can get into that. In a moment as well. Penguins still fighting, scratching and clawing. A much needed win against Philadelphia. That game was just insane. Seven to six, the Pens won it. Pens are back in action tonight on the road in Vancouver, 10 o'clock. Tristan Jari currently expected to be in net, but no decision as of yet. And Brian Rust, with his injury, is not has not made the trip. This four-game road trip with the Pens, who have now won two in a row, five, four, and one in their last ten games. West Coast trip, Canucks, Kraken, Flames, Oilers, welcome to Canada, add on Seattle as well. Before the Penguins will be back at home against the Blue Jackets Tuesday, March 5th, PPG Paints Arena, and then our old friends the Capitals and Alex Ovechkin. But also pit basketball. And there's a lot of different ways that we can take the conversation. 412-928-9370 if you would like to weigh in. As pit basketball battles comes in tonight. It's a 7 o'clock tip-off. Pitt needs to win. If Pitt does not win this game, Pitt is not making the NCAA tournament. I give it a 95% chance. If Pitt does not win this game, they are not making the NCAA tournament. Unless they win the ACC which is also probably an uphill battle for the Panthers. 18-9 and nine overall. 8-2 and two in their last 10. Pitt's been hot. Now the Wake Forest game, was that just kind of an aberration? Was that something that is kind of just a blip on the radar? Or is that what we might be seeing just as Wake Forest being a really good team? They beat Duke and John Shire. Duke's head coach, 
was not very happy with the fact that they that Wake Forest stormed the court against Duke after they won at home. So there's a couple of things on this court storming issue. Number one, I think it's good for the game of basketball. It's cool for the fans. It's cool for just sports in general. I remember my freshman year at Robert Morris. The team won the NEC championship. Last ever game in the NEC before the pandemic shut everything down and Robert Morris changed conferences. And in the student section, I was there. We all stormed the court. It was the first time I ever got a chance to storm the court. It was really cool. And I think it's cool for college basketball fans and college kids to be able to get a chance to do that. Now, safety also needs to be an issue and also needs to be a factor. I've also seen in the past week court storming that was a little bit delayed. Why? Get the opposing team off the field. Now, maybe this applies a little bit different in basketball where the fans are right up there on the floor with you. It's not like football. they got to come out of the stands. takes a little bit longer. And the football players are in helmets and pads where it's just shorts and a jersey for the guys on the college basketball floor where Kyle Filipowski got run into at Wake Forest. And he's got an ankle injury, got a little bit banged up. Don't know the status of Filipowski. Duke's head coach John Shire wants this to just be all over with. And even acknowledged that this has happened to Duke a couple of times this year. You know, Duke, you could just win the basketball game. But at the same time, that shouldn't be the parameter for why nobody should get hurt during a court storming. It should not happen. Here's what the coach had to say. I'm more concerned about the the well-being of our guys. You know, Flip sprains his ankle. When are we going to ban court storming? Like, when are we going to ban that? Like, how many times does a player have to get into something where they get punched or they get pushed or they get taunted right in their face. And it's a dangerous thing. And I don't want that to take away from the game that Wake played. Because Wake played a big-time game. Salas was as good as could be today. And, And hats off to them. But you look around the country and Caitlin Clark, something happens. And now Flip, I don't know what his status is going to be. He sprains his ankle. And it's one thing, like when I played, at least it was 10 seconds in the court, you know, you would storm the court. Now it's the buzzer doesn't even go off and they're, they're running on the floor. And this has happened to us a bunch this year. There has to be something to be done for it. I, I still think that you can keep it in the game. You can keep court storming as a part oh, of heating and cooling just surprise. being a part of college basketball, being a part of the environment and everything that's good about college athletics, that we continue to lose, really, by the year. NIL, transfer portal, big money college football, one and dones in college basketball. The traditional college game is over. It's not coming back. Course storming is kind of a part of it. Is it a big part of it? No. It's a small part. I've seen examples, though, even in the last couple of days, people have pointed out on Twitter. Why not create a little bit of a lane? Block off an area for the players to be able to get to. And then they have a little tunnel that they can walk through, like right by their bench. That security goes right out there, slows everything down, and blocks off a little lane. It won't take that long. 
so that the people can still storm the court, the players can get off safely, and everybody can have their fun. Now, it is the bad apples that go out there and try to hurt somebody. Now, do I think somebody from Wake Forest is going out there to try to hurt Kyle Filipowski? No. But in the society that we live in, it's not impossible to think that that would be the case. It's sad, but kind of just the truth. That's just the world that we live in now. We can't have too many nice things anymore. So court storming, I like it. I don't like it as much as I used to, but I still like it. I still think it should be allowed. But something has to be done to make it safer. Maybe it's a delayed court storming. Wait till the team gets off the floor, then come on. Oh, well, that delays the fun. That just makes it a niche thing, and it's not worth it at that point in time. All right, well, if you think that, then just ban it altogether. There's a way to make it safer and to make it still happen so that both sides are happy. And it's not another thing that's taken away from college athletics and college sports. And just the flair of a cool college basketball upset win. Now, when is the last time that Pitt has stormed the court? It's been a while. I don't even remember the last time that the Peterson Event Center court has been stormed. What say you? 412-928-9370. Good morning. You're on the FEM. That must be generational because as far as I'm concerned, they should institute a rule. If uh, you, if the, if the students run on the court after the game is over, you forfeit the game. So why is that, because Anthony? Somebody's going to, because someone's going to get killed. Someone's going, the way they ran out the other day, someone would have tripped and failed. They would have been, they would have been trampled to death. This, and, and dying is not worth a basketball game. I agree with that. But I'm Anthony, hasn't, hasn't this court storming been going on forever? Like, don't we have so many examples of it? We've had people hurt in, in some of these instances. But one of these days, you're going to have someone killed, trampled, because they're, the way they're rushing up. You see it at soccer games. We've had people trampled to death at soccer games. So, I, like I said, it's probably generational. It might I be. never went to college. You did. But, no, it's too, too dangerous as far as I'm concerned. Appreciate the perspective, Anthony. Thank you. Right. Yeah, I mean – I understand that point. I understand the reasoning. It might be just a perspective thing. And that's okay. You can have a different opinion on it. The older I get, my opinion on it might change too. It happens. We're allowed to change our thoughts on it. I just think it's kind of cool for the game. I think it's cool for the fans more so than anything. But in a world where how much input does it really matter if the fans is going to come down to we don't want Kyle Filipowski to get hurt. We don't want Caitlin Clark to get hurt. That's completely okay. If that's the case, there's no re- there's there's no doubt about it. The number one priority should be making sure that the players don't get hurt in these situations, and that court storming is not just something that happens because it's fun. There should be a safe way to be able to go about it, creating a little space where it's just blocked off. Nobody can come onto this side of the floor, like right by the scorer's table. Nobody come anywhere near there. Security blocks it off, rushes out there right away. Or why not just delay it 10 seconds? As John Shire was saying, it used to take like 10 seconds for them to get on the floor. Now the final buzzer isn't even going off. There's like 0.5 seconds left. And here we go. They're already on the floor. What's up? You're on the fan. Good morning. Hey, 
ACL, listen, it's not a generational thing because I went to college probably longer than most of the people working at your station have been alive. Okay. I am in favor of storming the court. And I want to make, I, I got so many points, but I'm just going to make a couple. Number one, remember that fan is short for fanatic. Right. So you're dealing with that. Number two, you're dealing with young kids who do stupid things. But let's take it a step further. You know, Duke Hall Holy here, they brought their fans right up on the side of the uh, um, court, basically recruiting them as their 16th player. So then they're surprised when other teams do this, and then those people that have, if you will, I'm using the term recruited loosely, um, you know, want to come out and party with the team that just won. You know, you've, they've caused their own problem in essence. And I know people will say, well, fans next to the court is not the same as, you know, storming the court. And I agree with that. But my point is, is that they've recruited them to be part of it, realizing that that 16th man is huge. The Cameron Crazies. I mean, it's exactly. in the name. Exactly. So, you know, you can't, you can't have it both ways where you've, once again, I'm using the word recruited loosely. You've recruited them to be that 16th man on the team, and now you want to say, no, we can't have them? And don't get me wrong, I'm not in favor of moving the fan, especially the student section, further away. I think they add to the college atmosphere. Yeah, you know, it, life's tough. They're going to get kicked in the stomach soon enough. Let them have fun. Some of the like coolest scenes, I think, in college sports, and maybe people just want to under undermine cool and scenes and atmospheres and moments. Like I think of when Tennessee beat Alabama in college football a couple years ago on like a walk-off field goal. And the it, prime time under the lights, everybody out there on the field, they took the goalposts into the river. Uh, just a college football example and college basketball. It doesn't happen at Pitt. Right. It, it really doesn't, but it is something well, that's just know, overall just yeah. awesome Pitt, for Pitt fans. Pitt still needs that big win for the, for the Oakland Zoo to, to storm the court. Well, Pitt has had but, a, lot of big, a lot of big wins at home. I mean, I just think back to last year, like the big comeback against Miami who ended up going to the Final Four. They've beaten Virginia a couple times at home. They've beaten North Carolina plenty of times at home over the last couple of years. Yeah, but, you know, still, it's it's not at the time. You know, it's all timing. You know that. Right. Thanks, ACL. Yeah, I appreciate the call. So Jeff Capel talked about this, and he, he touched on just the fact that he, he would be leaning towards banning it, not necessarily liking where court storming is going at this point. And I, there's never been a court storming at the University of Pittsburgh with Jeff Capel as that coach. Never. Not that I've seen it, at least. Not that I recall. If I'm wrong, let me know on the text line or call in. I just don't remember it happening much at all. The, the Jamie Dixon era, Ben Howen, doesn't happen at Pitt. And there was a lot of people that came out and said that yesterday, whether it be college coaches, people in the ACC, whatever, that I think it was Capel. Somebody said that, I think it was, yeah, it was Capel. I think we're going to hear it here. If not, that when he was playing at Duke, the only time when somebody beat Duke, and they didn't storm the court. It was like Carolina and Pitt. I know when I worked at Duke, I think every time we lost on the road, except for at North Carolina 
And I think we lost here once here at Pitt. But I think every time we lost, there was a court storming. I'm not saying that I'm against court storming totally when you have situations that just happen against Wake Forest. When you saw the situation that happened earlier in the year with Caitlin Clark, it, it makes me lean towards that if you can't have it under control. And I understand why you're leaning towards it. Like, people cannot get hurt. And I mean, I understand if you delay the court storming that, yes, it isn't it isn't probably the same. But we're not talking about like, all right, everybody off the floor, let's sing the alma mater. And then up oh, here you go, students go walk out onto the field. There are multiple different perspectives on this. And, and truly, I don't think that there is there's I don't think there's a right and wrong perspective that you can have here. The, the right perspective is nobody should get hurt. And if we've gotten to the point in time where court stormings continue to just get people hurt and it ruins all the fun and it feels like a couple of bad apples are ruining it for everybody, then that's probably the reality of what's going to happen. But doesn't there feel like there can be a way to make it plausible for this still to happen? Like, we don't see this in college football. Maybe it's because everybody's wearing the players' helmets, pads, and you're talking about just football players that have the chance to sort their way through the piles and everything of students. And maybe it's a little bit of a different perspective compared to just the basketball floor where literally everybody is on the court and about depending on where you are, student section-wise, five to ten feet away from the floor, your whole basketball hoop away from the floor. What do you think? 412-928-9370. A lot more to talk about. Also, Joe Lenardi. Pitt. Brackets. Well, Pitt is in the next next four out as of the last update yesterday. At 1.46 p.m. from Joe Lenardi, bracketologist, who said that Pitt is considered in nice italics writing, number 78 overall. The Panthers will battle Clemson tonight. It's a 7 o'clock tip-off on the road. That's a quad, quad one opportunity for Pitt. I mean, Panthers need to win that game. If Pitt wins, you're talking about moving from the next next four out back to the next four out where Pitt was before the loss to Wake Forest. Wake Forest went from the last spot in the first four out, the top spot, one spot away from getting in. Yeah, they're now in the last four buys that continue to climb after beating Pitt, after beating Duke, after proving themselves to be a tournament team. They are. I think Wake Forest is probably a tournament team. Stock down, Virginia. Not good. They're currently in the last four in category. How about this? The last four in right now. You're talking about the potential for matchups in Dayton being Virginia, Gonzaga, Providence, Seton Hall. Now they wouldn't make Seton Hall, Providence, both Big East teams play each other. So you're talking about Seton Hall and Virginia, Providence, Gonzaga. Whoo, man, would that be fun? That'd be just good college basketball in Dayton. I was there for Pitt for the first four matchup against Mississippi State. Man, well, that, that was just a lot of fun. Some good matchups. I mean, those would be awesome to watch. And yeah, Mike from Jeanette points out on 
the text line that Pitt has never, ever stormed the court. Yeah, I mean, didn't I say that? I didn't recall the last time that anybody's stormed the court at Pitt. I don't remember it. How many fans fit into the Robert Morris Arena? 5,000. There were 5,000 in there that night. A little bit different of a situation. I understand that. It was also a conference championship. 412-928-9370. Your thoughts on this? Your thoughts on court storming? I'm not like trying to praise court storming as the greatest thing ever. If they take it out of the game, they take it out of sports. Yeah, I'm not going to be like so gung-ho, boo-hoo about it. This is horrendous for sports. But I do like it. Maybe it's because I'm younger and as a younger person that has stormed the court after that Robert Morris game, which was pretty cool as a student, after they won the NEC championship. And it wasn't like a delayed thing, maybe about five seconds. That's fine. Also can get into the Pirates. Somebody did something for the Buccos last night, yesterday afternoon. 19-year-old prospect that has already had people talking. Let's not say he should be the starting second baseman right now. He hasn't played double A yet. But he could be seen in September this year. More likely 25. But could we be talking about an infield of the future for years to come? Who is that player? What did he do? Coming up next on the fam. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Sports Radio 93.7 The Fan, Austin Bechtold with you. A couple games have gone by for the Pirates in spring training. And yesterday against Toronto, Termar Johnson in his first runs with the team in spring training. He had two at-bats and he homered twice. Johnson was the fourth overall pick. Of the 2022 draft. He was considered the second baseman. He's only 5'8". He bats left-handed, throws right-handed. Out of a high school in Atlanta. And the Pirates picked him. He's considered the best bat, the best prep bat in the draft. And really, one of the best prep bats in a long time coming out of the draft. Last couple of years. 
Baseball America ranked him as the 77th best prospect going into this year. MLB Pipeline, 44. Baseball Perspectives, 90, 90th. After ranking him 31st last year. MLB Pipeline had a 26 last year. Baseball America, 49th. He was, I wouldn't say pedestrian last year. He had a solid year. I mean, again, he's an 18, 19-year-old kid playing in A-ball and double-A. He's probably going to start this year at high-A, at A-ball and high-A. He's probably going to start this year at double-A, I should say. He had 18 home runs, 59 RBIs, hit 244. And the big thing about Johnson is supposed to be his batting average. Well, Bradington, he had 275 last year, two years ago. Bradington this year, 244. He had 242 in Greensboro. So you want to see the average up. But when he went to Greensboro in 30 games, five home runs, 15 RBIs. What he did yesterday, though, absolutely destroyed two baseballs out of the ballpark. And it, it's just really good to see from an overall player development perspective because just a young kid probably won't see him this year. If so, September, depending on if the Pirates are good or not. In September, in August, September is probably the answer to will we see Termar Johnson or not. But it does make you wonder about him and O'Neill Cruz in the middle of infield for a while. It'd be pretty neat to see. So Johnson crushed two home runs. Bethel Park native Justin Mice got into the game as well for the Pirates. Nine pitches, gave up one hit, three outs, decently clean inning. Clean game. Rwanzi Contreras, though, that's the story. He was throwing 95 to 96. He It was kind of soft contact in the first inning. I mean, a lot of bloop, sim, couple of bloop, bloop singles, easy for me to say, including one to Vlagarero Jr. that put runners on first and third. Run ended up coming around to score. Two runs scored on Contreras. The fastball looked good. The location wasn't as great. And it's the execution. And Ronzi Contreras is a big-time player for the Pirates this year. They need him to be. He's a big-time asset. They need him to be, at least. He's been performing like it. And he hasn't been playing, he's been pitching very well whatsoever in the last calendar year. 412-928-9370. You want to chime in on the text line? You want to chime in here in the last minute of the family of the family morning show? It's Doran Crowley coming up next. Excited for it! More Pirates baseball today. That you can hear that on one hundred point one FM and AM ten twenty KDKA. Mitch Keller's locked in three extensions in three years for the Pirates. Three years ago, two years ago it was Brian Hayes. Last year it was Brian Reynolds. This year, Mitch Keller gets a deal done. Eh, it makes you think. O'Neill Cruz at some point. Maybe they try to lock in somebody like Jack Sawinski. Curious to see what the Pirates are going to do. I, I still think 80 games right now is probably the bar. They got to do more. They got to add another starting pitcher. Or we got to know that hey, one of these guys, Contreras, Quinn Priester or Luis Ortiz is good again or good in general for this team to be able to make significant damage. 
and be a 500 team and be a playoff team potentially, even that. But they got a long way to go. The Fanoy Morning Show for the Average Joe is presented by CGR Wholesale, where the average Joe buys like a pro at CGR Wholesale. Also, Fan Weather is brought to you by Sun Chevrolet. Check out special financing for qualified buyers on new Silverado 1500 trucks at sunchevy.com. High of 60 today with a low of 46. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.